1: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for a Steelers Q&A. That's right, it's Sunday night. You're thinking this is the Steelers post game? No, the Steelers stink. They're done. And so now there's only two teams left. Now, technically, there's still three teams left because at the time of this recording, the NFC Championship game is still going on. But it's pretty much done. With that said, I bring in my two compadres, David Schofield, how you doing this evening?
2: I'm doing all right. Still just trying to check out the end of this game because even though it's a blowout, it's still football and we don't have much of it left.
1: That's true. Brian Anthony Davis, what is up?
0: Joining us now because <laughs> his team is losing. <laughs> so he might as well come in on the show. Did you have
1: another quarterback printed off?
0: Yeah, I did. I actually had two other <laughs> quarterbacks <laughs> printed off. Um, and uh, well, here's one that's not a quarterback, but yeah, oh, uh,
1: Mr. Derrick uh, Henry. Oh, a little Patty Mahomes, and then
0: not to be outdone, little
1: Jimmy J, Little Jimmy G. Little Jimmy G. Yeah. So, um, if those that are listening on audio platform, Brian was holding up literally the pictures of those players that I mentioned. So, um, let's talk a little bit about the games today. The game earlier was Kansas City, Tennessee, which, in my opinion, was. Way more entertaining um, than the game that is currently going on or is almost oh, wrapped oh, up, oh. based on the fact that Tennessee was up at, at one point and they were running the ball well. And I was saying to my dad, who's in town, I said, "Man, I don't know if Kansas City's going to be able to stop the run." And he said, "Well, Kansas City scores so quick. I see, you know, you think they would just have to force them to not be able to run with Derrick Henry?' And they 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 held Derrick Henry to under 100 yards. Am I right? That's correct. Yeah. So, they did the best job against him and I think they're very worthy of being the AFC representative in the Super Bowl. Uh Brian, what were your thoughts on the Chiefs and Titans?
0: Well, exactly what your dad said, they do they score so fast. And I was watching the game and I'm thinking, all right. They had a 9 minute and 6 second drive and Romo was talking about how, you know, if they do this in the in the second half, this game could be over quickly, but I'm thinking it's the chiefs and Mahomes is so quick and so fast to uh, get that ball off. He could run around, he could be in trouble, and then he's going to throw it long. And he did, he did all of that. But when he ran for a touchdown, it was absolutely incredible to me. I mean, just that when he, I think it was a 30 some yard touchdown that he Mm -hmm. ran for and it, it was a thing of beauty. I really think we're seeing the next placeholder. The, the guy that, uh, when I say placeholder, I, I think he's the next cover boy. He's your next Brady. We might be seeing a lot of him.
1: Well, Lance Williams said it on the, I think the standard is the standard this past week, that he feels like he, he meaning Patrick Mahomes, is the, the future in terms of what NFL teams are going to be looking for when it comes to a quarterback. Size, arm strength, athleticism, things like that. Dave, what were your thoughts on the early game in the AFC Championship?
2: Well, my thoughts are some of the times the best defense against the run is getting a big lead, that your offense doing the job for you can really help just take it out of the game. And it's what took them out – it's what took the run out of the game more in the second half than anything was that the Titans just had so much to come back from, where where if not, if it was a close game, you still would have just been seeing a constant dose of Derrick Henry. So, but it, it was a fantastic game. It was, if you like points scored, that it was a good game for you. And, uh, uh in all, I, I do believe that the all around better team won, but man, the Titans had quite a run.
1: Yeah. And so Dave and I, we do our picks. I, I believe that, uh, Dave was. Uh, hold on, Lance Williams is chiming in. Lance, I sent you the the, the email, Lance. So check your email. Okay,
2: more than welcome. We we're waiting to for a, you, Lance. We we're waiting
1: on you. I sent you a text message too. So don't give me that. I was um, dreaming about this night, Lance. Sir Lancelot and his uh, his Richard gummies. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Dave and I make picks every week for the website BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And I got the first game correct. I took the Chiefs giving seven and I took the over. Dave, I think you took the under. Am I right?
2: Oh, no. I took the over for both games. So I got both of those right.
1: But did you, didn't she take the Titans getting seven?
2: I, I thought there was a chance the Titans could cover with the seven, but um, I, I I didn't think they were going to. I said in the live chat, I can't even remember what show it was, that I said if I was going to bet, I would have put some a little bit of money on the Titans on that money line to see if they could pull yeah. that upset. Uh, not a large amount, but if I was going to put a big bet, I would have put it for the Titans to cover. And if they could have pulled off something at the end where they just got another score, they would have covered. But uh, it was a lot closer to real cover than what people think.
1: Well, and now you look at the NFC Championship game, and according to the live chat, the Packers have just scored to get the it's to 14 points. That is a 7.5 spread. I took the Packers getting seven and a half. So maybe if Aaron Rodgers can just throw another touchdown and all of a sudden I win that and I took the under, which i i think I've already lost that side of things. Yes. um, so we'll see, but here's, here's the headline or the title of this episode that I wanted to get your take on. It was something Dave said last week after the divisional round leading up to the conference championship. And he said this in response to the fact that the Baltimore Ravens and Wang Har- Harbaugh were one and done. In the playoffs, I just have to say that again because it just feels so good. You know, it just rolls off the tip of your tongue. Not Wang Harbaugh. I hate that guy. But just the fact that the Ravens were one and done in the playoffs. (laughs) So the one and done Ravens, they 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 had one game and they lost. They lost to the Titans. Derrick Henry ran all over them. Anyways, Dave said, now we can finally root for the AFC in the Super Bowl and especially he said that after the Patriots lost too. So, guys, do you feel some allegiance to the AFC? Will you feel like you should be rooting for the Chiefs because they're a part of the American Football Conference? Or, assuming that the 49ers win this game, will you have a reason to root the other way? What are your thoughts, Brian?
0: You know what? I I don't subscribe to that. I I typically do not have to. Um, root for the conference that my team's in because a lot of their persecutors um well them being their main persecutors but uh, a lot of the persecutors are in the same conference um this year i'm not decided i've uh i'm not so sure i'm not a big andy reid fan and i'm probably in the minority with that i'm he's just not my favorite just for a few things that that uh happened along the way that that uh Suck up game back in uh, 2013. 2013 Ryan yeah. up. Um, also, some of the things that happened with the Eagles. I'm just not a fan of this guy. I don't want him to see, get a ring. But I, like I said, I most people will want to see him get a ring, and I have no problem with that. I'm also one of those guys that I don't care if the 49ers get six rings and tie the Steelers, because the thing with that is that's on the Steelers. It's the Steelers' job to get seven. That record has already been tied so they don't stand alone anyways because the Patriots are now in that equation. So I really don't have a problem with the uh, with the 49ers there. In fact, if you hate the Patriots, you kind of want Jimmy Garoppolo to win this game and uh, as a nice uh, little uh, um, double middle finger to uh, – <laughs> Yeah, um, as as a little middle finger to uh, uh, Bill Bel- Belichick. Um, so, with that being said, I don't have a problem with it. I don't know who I'm going with, guys. We, we have we
2: have, we have oh. breaking news. Uh-oh. The 49ers just threw a pass.
0: Oh, Completed to George Kittle,
2: seventh of the game. Was it completed to George Kittle, <laughs> yes. to George
1: Kittle <laughs> because that it was? Gag, was it?
2: Wow! <laughs> yes, it was a long one to Kittle. A long one. Yeah, nice. I mean it was
0: at least twenty yards. Uh, okay. So Dave, sorry, oh, yeah. ahead, they, they
2: just haven't thrown the ball the whole game i'm sorry i had to say that
0: that's okay so you wanted me to uh read the uh well yeah about yeah, yeah my, my daughter was on the show yesterday and uh the preview um uh, myself and nick Molino, and uh she picked the super bowl and uh based on their their faces the main players that we brought up their faces and uh And their looks, which look something that I've taught her. It's like we don't base, we don't judge a book by the cover. We don't, but she was just like, she looked at Aaron Rodgers and she's like, his eyes are creepy. I don't like the mustache.
2: (laughs) I I was watching every single one of those. The first thing she did was like, oh, I don't like this,
0: something about him. It (laughs) it was kind of funny. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) but my favorite was Pat Mahomes' hair looks like noodles. That's true. So <laughs> that's so it looks like it's going to be a 49ers a 49ers, uh, mm-hmm. a 49ers oh. Chiefs Super Bowl because of Jillian so we'll have to have her on the preview right before the Super Bowl and uh, see what her thoughts are um, if, if that's okay. Um, but it was uh, it, it was interesting to have her on the show. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get that through again. What about you,
1: Dave? Not to I go on saying, I, never, I didn't answer the question. Yeah, no. Go ahead and answer the the question in regards to: Do you feel an allegiance to root for an AFC team in the Super Bowl?
2: I don't necessarily feel an allegiance to root for an AFC team. I'm just I'm more happy to be rooting for a team to win rather than for another team to lose. Uh, that, that's, that's the biggest thing for me is it, is that it seems like I've constantly been having to root for one team because I was w- more, because I wanted another team to lose. I don't feel like I have that right now. I'm kind of like, Brian, I if the 49ers get to six, they get to six because it's not like the Steelers are sitting there by themselves. Um, so for now, I don't have to worry about it. I, I can just sit back and say, well, I want this team to win, but if it doesn't happen, it's, Not a big deal.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, for me, I wrote a letter from the editor, I think it might have been two weeks ago, and it was how convoluted I am and how I root in certain games that don't involve the Steelers. And this goes down to individuals. So a lot of people say, well, I have no problem with the Chiefs. And there's certain people on the Chiefs that I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. Like Brian said, I'm not a huge Andy Reid fan. He wears, he looks like uh, the Kool-Aid man on the sideline. Um, and so, still since 2013, I've hated his guts. Um, I almost hated him more than Ryan Suckup because of the way he handled the situation. Anyways, so not a big Andy Reid fan right off the bat. Can not stand Travis Kelsey after his whining <laughs> and crying after the Steelers. Yeah. And oh my gosh, the footlocker refs. You reek of a poor sport. And I really don't like his brother either in Philadelphia. The, to me, the Kelsey brothers could just go off and do something different. That would be fantastic. Um, so there's the more I talk about it, the more I feel like I'm going to be rooting against the Chiefs because I don't like those people that I just mentioned. In San what Francisco, about, go ahead. What about Tyreek Hill? Well. It's hard to like that guy. It is hard to like that guy. And I was really disappointed in the Chiefs when they gave him that big old contract. And I'm like, man, are, are you serious? Like, Really? I get it. I get it. Trust me. I get it. The Steelers have done it before, but at the same time, I don't know. Now, on the other side of the docket, if the 49ers continue to on their current path and are representative representing the NFC, I really don't have a problem with the 49ers except for Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman and his whole – us. he's picking – I understand that sometimes, I guess I don't understand this. I've never felt that you should need extra motivation as a professional. He seems like a guy that needs extra motivation. If you watch some of his press conferences, he's like trying to find stuff. You all doubted us, blah, blah, blah. No one's doubting you. You're the top team in the NFC. What are you talking about, man? Calm yourself down. Like You basically seem like you're someone that can't get up for a game on your own. And so you have to try to find other ways to get up for a game. And so I never liked Richard Sherman. I didn't like how he manhandled Antonio Brown when the Steelers played in Seattle a few years ago, never was called. Um, that's how my, that's how my mind works. Okay. So for me right now, the way I'm talking about it, I might be rooting for the 49ers this, this uh, Super Bowl. So we'll see how that goes, but that's just me. I know that Brian's got a mind like that. I'm not sh- I'm sure about Dave. Oh, Dave always absolutely. thinks about like Dave's probably looking at the weather forecast and which way the wind's blowing and doing his I'm uh,
0: I'm very, (laughs) I'm I'm the odd man out
2: here because I actually like Andy Reed as a coach. I think he's a very good coach. Well, are you, can
1: you be a really good coach and never win the big game? Yeah, really?
2: Yeah. I've, I've said before, I've felt that Andy Reed, it would be tough for him to get to a super bowl because I feel like he gets his players to, to overperform and therefore he has mediocre teams that, that do well, and therefore they're never drafting at the top of the draft. I mean, if he wouldn't have moved up to, to get Mahomes, I, he'd still be in that middle wasteland because you know, it's a constant thing of then, then players are moving on. That, that's just my opinion. I might be completely off base there. I've just always felt that he's done a pretty good job. Um, so... I would mind. I I would mind seeing him get a Super Bowl. Well, but let's roll with
1: this. Let's roll with this for a second, Brian. Can you be a great coach and never win the big game? Yes. Okay. You guys have other than uh, Marv Levy. other than Marv Levy, can you think of anyone? Grant. Hmm. Hmm. Anyone else?
2: I'm still thinking.
1: Marty Ball. Reeves. Marty Ball. Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil won it all, though. He won. He won it with the Rams.
0: For meal one, but Dan Reeves never won one. I thought he was a pretty solid coach.
1: These guys are these guys are just every other, you know, they're above average in my opinion, but they're not great. Not great. But Marv, Grant? No, but he's he's fine. But but Marv Levy, I mean,
0: what do you make it? Four straight Super Bowls? Four straight, lost them all. I you know, however, I, I I would uh think that if that kick goes in in that first Super Bowl, Super Bowl twenty five, that wide right Scott Norwood. They they probably win too. Isn't that the same footage they used
1: in Ace Ventura for the uh, Ray Finkel kick? <laughs> I, I think it was. I think I'm if you go back know. and check, like when you see the ball in the air and you see the officials go, no, no. I think that's, that's the next, Ray. I think that's the Ray Finkel kick. Laces out. That's my man. next jersey. I'm buying you the Ray Finkel jersey. <laughs> Finkel, I Einhorn, Finkel, Einhorn Finkel. <laughs>
2: uh oh, uh oh. We had someone asking about this about the suck up hatred. I'm like, oh. really?
1: Okay, well, Chris Boyd, I don't, I'm not sure Chris Boyd about. Like, I don't know how old you are, I don't know how long you've been following the Steelers closely, but any Steeler fan that's old enough to remember 2013 that was a year that they started that season 0 and 4, and that 0 and 4 season that 0 and 4 start was capped off with that loss to the Minnesota Vikings in London. We talked about that on the preview this week, and they come back, they battle their way back to eight and eight. And it was a scenario where guys, how many how many scenarios had to fall in place for them to even be have a chance? I'd probably four say at least, well, no, four teams.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say there was at least four different are you are you counting themselves? Them well they had to win,
1: win and they needed X yeah. amount of teams because I was lose. thinking it
2: might have been five. It's four or five. Yeah. The
0: Bengals had to beat the Ravens. I know that which they
2: did. And
0: they did. Um because I was Gosh, thinking there was
2: four things that had to happen early and then one had to happen late.
0: Yeah. Right. But, and so, yeah, he, yeah. but Andy Reid's
1: Chiefs were already in the playoffs. They had locked everything up, they couldn't move anywhere. And so, Andy Reid decided to sit basically his entire team against 21
2: the starters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, he's playing his JV squad. And holy cow. It? Holy cow, they're 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 going to win the game. And the Steelers are going to get into the playoffs. And Ryan Suckup, I believe, is a 43-yard kick.
2: I thought it was 42.
1: Okay, one yard close. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. In, is it 929 it's or is it 930?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's ingrained in, which in my say, Which is funny
1: if you say that, Brian, because you're the most off-the-wall numbers guy I've ever met in my life. Hey, Jeff, you around? I might be swinging by. Sure, I'll be over at 834. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did that for comic (laughs) effect. And so, obviously, Ryan Suckup pushes the kick. I think he pushed it right. I could be wrong, Dave. You probably remember more than I do.
2: But I was listening to it on the radio, so I couldn't tell you for sure. Misses it, and man, I was driving home from the Steelers game.
0: I was a bad husband and father that day because we were at Bush Gardens, Christmas Holiday World, or whatever, in Bush Gardens. And my my kids, and they were really young at that time. Gosh, I mean. They were, I think they were uh, three and five and they were making this nice pottery stuff. They were making pottery and here I am watching this game on my phone. And the whole time, the whole game, all I wanted to do was stare at my phone and watch the chiefs and chargers. And I was just, my wife's like, you can't continue to do that. I'm like, well, it's pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> you could have told her like, I, you
1: had the four states. And like, one day, we're going to have like a legitimate podcast platform and we're going to be talking about this day and I need to watch this game. That's what you should have told her. Exactly. I I don't think she wouldn't have said anything different.
0: Actually, I did know you, um, you but I didn't know your name. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was just that guy.
0: So yeah. And I I had one conversation with you because you wore Pittsburgh stuff all the time. I'm like, all right, that's my boy. We're, we're buddies. So that guy with, with 90 kids. And uh so and then I saw your son wearing a Steeler. I could tell you the exact shirt because it was the Steeler shirt with the uh with the head cut out. So it looked like yes. he was wearing the uniform because my son had that too and I'm like all right, this is these people will be my friends someday. I will make them be my friends. He pays me quite a bit of money to be his
1: friend. So that's a good, it's a good deal on both ends. So <laughs> Steeler fan uh, number 74, he brings up a good point. And I should say that, hey, don't forget to hit a like button. Um, we've had a lot of people talk in the live chat here on live on YouTube and in other ways like email about how can they can help the program. You can donate money to the program. That's how we got these nice microphones by using the super chat feature. Uh, you can obviously go down to the comment bar to the right. There's a little dollar sign. You can donate any amount of money, go straight to the program. We appreciate that. I'm telling you, we appreciate that. If you don't want to do that. And I understand that as well. Just hit the thumbs up button on our videos, comment on the videos. All that helps in the algorithm and obviously subscribe to the channel. You can hit the bell. Set up your notifications however you like, whether that's email, whether that's push button notifications, that's up to you. But subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any of our content because we are not going anywhere. We are still going to provide you with the shows that we have been and maybe even a little bit more in the offseason. So we're not going anywhere. We're going to be diving into the draft after the Super Bowl, all that stuff. So make sure you like the videos and subscribe to the channel. And if you're an audio listener, um, guys, Brian, this this is right up your alley because you used to be in radio. OK, yes. I never forget uh, growing up. I used to listen to a radio station and I you have these. You basically have these images in your brain of what these people look like. You've never seen them and then you see them in person. You're like, oh, wow, that's not what I expected. Like, I'm wondering if there's people that are listening in audio and they hear Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, Tony Defio, um, Lance Williams, uh, Brian Anthony. In the. Play- I wonder what the pictures is. And, hey, go to YouTube, search BTS East Steelers Radio. You might be really disappointed.
0: <laughs> and for that, I apologize. Hey, I knew Tony for a long time, and I didn't know what he looked like. In fact, we just met for the first time, but I, I knew what he looked like. Since Did you, you ever have
1: him. that when you were on the radio, though?
0: Yeah, so here's the funny thing. Um, when you were... 2019, 20, 20 years old, and you're working at a top 40 radio station in your hometown, and you're working midnight to six. You read everything you could possibly read. You walk through the studio looking at, I mean, oh, you're bored out of your mind. And then it's like three o'clock in the morning, and that phone lights up. You're like, hello? And then it's like uh you know, of course, yes, I'll play your Mariah Carey song, whatever. But then uh, you you gotta understand you're a 19-20-year-old guy, and then there's there's a female voice on the other end, and you're talking to them because you're just bored, and they every single one that you have a conversation with, they want to know what you look like. And I had a policy, I wasn't gonna tell them. Now, back then I was I was probably half the size of what I was I am now, I was probably about 140 pounds um flowing hair and um so i would say you tell me what i look like and i would get two answers every time the first one would be well you're probably about medium height dark hair brown eyes um and i'd be like yeah and uh w- could be and uh they'd be like the other ones would say you're blonde blue eyes 6 foot 4 and i'd be like absolutely <laughs> But I knew some guys that would get dates on the on they would get dates all the time on the radio, but what they would do, and I never did this. I, I was I'm glad to say I never did this, but they would say, Hey, meet me in this one spot, and then they drive around if if she didn't look good, they'd keep going. So I'm like, dude, that's rotten. Don't do that. So I was one of those guys, I was actually very chivalrous um with uh with the female callers. Nice. I did not take advantage of that too much
1: not to get on too much of a side side sidebar here but i remember as a kid we used to listen to 100.5 kiss fm every morning as we got ready for school and there was a couple and they weren't always a couple but they started dating while they were doing the show together they ended up getting married and you're listening to all of this as the months and the years go by and i was sat in i was sitting at the, the wheeling west virginia christmas parade in downtown Wheeling, down Main Street, and all of a sudden they say, "Here comes Kiss FM," and the two names that people are like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to see what these people look like." I was devastated. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" <gosh." laughs> I was like, oh, "We're not listening to that anymore." Oh my gosh. So, anyways, I do want to take a quick sidebar off of what we were already saying and mention that we've had a lot of really good content on the channel this weekend. Um, Friday night on Lance's, yeah, I said it. He had Ian Whetstone, who is a NFL salary cap guru. If you're someone that ever wanted to know a little bit more about the salary cap, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that show. Brian provided a really good preview outside of his daughter's crazy predictions and Patrick Mahomes noodle hair. Um, yeah, sorry about <laughs> that. We'll not have again. <laughs>
0: it's
1: okay. It's okay. Uh, but that was, that was a really good preview, uh, with, with Nick Bellino, right? That's how you say his name. Nick Bellino, Yes. Yeah. It seems like a great guy. Never met him, but right of, of West Virginia. Amen. Almost heaven. So then you have Lance provided a Steelers burning question about why the Steelers should let Bud Dupree walk and not sign him as a franchise tag or anything like that. And that tied in with what he and Ian talked about. And Ian mentioned how, Hey, the Steelers could solve a lot of their problems. If they just let Bud Dupree walk and use that 16 million elsewhere. Good. It's an option. Wanted to ask you guys what you thought about that. Dave, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, that's that's a decent possibility because of all the moves you're going to have to make. I mean, some people are like, it's a no-brainer to keep Dupree. Well, if you have to get rid of four or five guys just to keep one, it might, it might not be the right equation this year.
1: And especially because we've all talked about how the new CBA, we don't know what that's yeah. going to look like. You can't stretch things out. And let's be honest, in the second round, you can still get a good pass rusher. If, if you're trying to replace Bud Dupree via the NFL draft, because we all know that with free agency, they're probably not going to be able to go out and pay a, a top-end pass rusher. So if you're looking in the NFL draft second round, I feel like you can still get a good edge rusher. Brian, what are your thoughts?
0: You know what? I, I think that's a good call, but there's a part of me looking at some guys like Chicolo, looking at some guys that you could get rid of, and uh, if you're going to keep four or five – nothings. And I could honestly say some of those, could I mean, you can clean up, you can clean up some guys, get them out of there. And um, you could fill in your roster with guys that you draft as well. Um, if you do want to, you know, keep a guy like Bud Dupree. So there is, there's actually there's good ideas on both sides. And um, somebody Ariel uh, 75 just brought up, let Ola and Tuzar play. Um, Bud's not worth the trouble. But Hey, they've been hanging around for a little while, and when they play, it's not like it's magic yet. So you just don't know. Do you go with a known commodity, or do you do you see what uh, what you can fill in the blanks with? They've done well with um, next man up, but there you go. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so this week coming up, there's a lot of. There's really not a lot of news coming up. Well, there will be news. I'm sure the Steelers are probably going to hire a, a wide receiver coach, but we get to prep for the Pro Bowl. Which what Steelers are still playing in the Pro Bowl? TJ Watt, Pouncey what? backed out. David DeCastro had surgery on his ankle recently. That's reported, so he's not playing. Is Minka there? Any- should be there, Joe. Minka, will be there, now. Joe. Hay- Cam Hayward
0: was a Pro Bowl. Cam Hayward. So yeah, so you have four guys from that defense on the Pro Bowl. And it's it was great to see the tweet from Joe Hayden just saying, I'm in. Yeah, he was yep. thrilled. And well, that's get, a veteran. They guy. get paid. They get paid. Yeah. So, I, I think I think he has a pride in uh being selected too. What are the thoughts on the Pro Bowl, Dave?
2: That unfortunately Jeff's gonna make me have to watch it, so I have to report on stuff. <laughs> so um, no, because the biggest thing with the Pro Bowl is I want to watch and I don't want to see anyone get hurt because didn't Juju last year, he left early with, was it a knee or was it, it wasn't it was the a same. Knee. I was going to say it wasn't the same foot that then gave him problems all this year. Was it?
1: I don't remember. I'm which pretty sure it, was, a it knee. was. Yeah. I think I it, was it was a knee. knee. He was, and it was on an interception too. Yeah. Um, when he was making yeah. a tackle and I wrote that article. Everyone kind of ripped me about, Oh my gosh, he's finally, like, well, he didn't look fine on the
0: sideline. He never came back in. Yeah. So uh, that's always a concern. Remember when Sean Taylor jacked a guy up? <laughs> yes. Um, I think it was a punter. Was it Brian? Mormon it was. Or, yes, um, it was the Bills punter. Yeah. I mean, he destroyed that guy. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Drew Brees got hurt once in a Pro Bowl. Really? I don't remember yeah. that.
1: I, never, I don't I'll, know. I'll, I'll how never bad. forget Sean Taylor, uh, Sean oh, Taylor. And I was talking with a buddy of mine at the gym and he said, man, I don't remember much about Sean Taylor. I was like, well, his career was uh, sadly cut short. And I, uh, he said, was he good? I was like, yeah, he was really good. He said, well, what does he like? I was like, he's like Troy Polamalu and Ed Reed put together. <laughs> he could hit like Polamalu, could cover like Reed. He was amazing. Um, and a lot of fun to watch Sad that he, uh, got, be- how would you guys fix the pro bowl? if you could i have my thoughts but i want to hear your guys
0: i think it's time to end the pro bowl really i don't i i think you should get paid on being selected as an all pro uh, or a second team all pro i think that's where your incentive should lie i really i mean some of these guys you're seeing guys that haven't been voted in and and are, are getting in now while other guys aren't showing up. The the uh, NHL is doing something interesting. They are suspending you a game if you don't play. So Ovechkin and Flurry will be suspended one game after the break because they're just not going. Um, it used to be that this game was the capper right after the Super Bowl. And I always liked it after the Super Bowl. That means everybody wanted to play, played. And here's the thing you got this trip to Hawaii to take your friends and family and it was a nice capper to the season for everybody and something they looked forward to. I don't think they look forward to Orlando Um, or, I mean, you still, you have Disney for the kids and that's great, but I mean, you don't look forward to Atlanta. I mean, or Miami for a Super Bowl. It's just not something that's, that's exciting. Um, so I just don't even think it's necessary anymore, especially when you could get somebody hurt. So I just don't know how to fix it. Um, these guys are, they're phoning it in during, during the, uh, the, uh, not the, uh, skills, I'm sorry, the skills challenges, but here's something you guys don't remember. You probably don't in 1988, the Patriots had a rookie named John Stevens and Stevens was a really tal- one of the best rookie running backs that year. And what happened is at the pro bowl, they had something, they had like a beach football game where you played in the sand and he tore his he tore his uh, knee up and never played again. Ooh. So it was one of those things. Is it's just I don't know. I mean, I hate to get rid of stuff like that, but I just don't see any value in it anymore. What about you, Dave?
2: I think Steeler Fan 74 said it best. There's no way to make the Pro Bowl relevant. Well, relevant? Just,
1: relevant no. Yeah. It's the only all-star game yeah. that's after the season. You know, well, everything yeah, else, everything else is in the middle, season, right? You can't do it. Yeah. In the... So here's my theory. Turn it into a flag football game. Just have, just yeah. let it just be fun. Don't tackle anybody. In, run around. In essence, that's flags. what it is anyway. Well, they exactly.
2: Just up, so,
1: so if no one's going to tackle, then why tackle, yeah. put flags on them. Yeah. Play two hand touch. I don't care. I, I've always said that, let, um, you know, bring some legends back and th- then all would your linemen
2: eligible. <laughs>
1: I say if if you're going Brian's route, say screw it, bring back like the quarterback challenge. Remember that those that were on TV with the blue, the blue chalk. Those I watched those all the time as a kid. Oh, I loved them. They were great. But it turns out, as as we're as we are chatting here, the San Francisco 49ers, Richard Sherman, my buddy, he just had an interception sealing the game. Looks like the 49ers and the Chiefs. It's official. Although it's crazy that I got an email. This was in the fourth quarter. Going again into the fourth quarter, some Vegas books were already putting lines out. So I've seen a line of the Chiefs giving one. I've seen the Chiefs giving three. The Chiefs are favored in this matchup. It's going to be interesting. Dave, you're pumping your fist. What's going on?
2: Because I moved the back of your head to take the lead and win our FanDuel (laughs) League.
1: Very good. Very good. Good for
0: you. I've sucked this year. It's awful. So I was I thought I was doing well, that mustard thing. But I I was way back in fourth place. So I just didn't even get anything. Mm-hmm. All right. So real quick, early
1: prediction, early, early going to do predictions, early thoughts on the Super Bowl. Quick thoughts. Brian,
0: go ahead. It's going to be a fantastic game. Uh, I love great offense against a great defense. Um, solid offense on the 49ers side, too. Yeah. Um, old guard as far as coach on the Kansas city side against a, uh, an upstart newer coach that uh, has a lot of respect already. So like old guard versus new guard. And my last thought is it's in Miami. Mr. Richard gummies is going to do something. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. He could. What about
1: you, Dave early thoughts on the super bowl?
2: Um, like I like having a couple teams that haven't been there for a while. I mean, it's been, I mean, San Francisco lost to Baltimore, however many years ago that was, not that many, but they haven't been there to and haven't other than that haven't been there for a while. Um Kansas City, it's been what since Super Bowl three since they've been there. So it's just it's just good to see not two two brand new quarterbacks playing in the Super Bowl. That's that's kind of nice.
1: Yeah, very good. good. It should be a good game, and that's what we all hope is for a good competitive football game. I hope there's a little bit more offense than we had last year, yet enough defense that both sides of the coin are satiated after the Super Bowl, and then we hit that long, long offseason. So enjoy it while it lasts. This championship weekend is over. There's one game left. No, I'm not counting the Pro Bowl. There's one game left, and we'll be with you all the way. So make sure that you stay tuned to behind the steel Curtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Make sure that you check out uh, Brian showing the noodle hair again. Uh, make sure you check out the behind the steel curtain YouTube page. Go to youtube.com, search BTS Steelers Radio. As always, if you're on audio, iTunes, give us a good five-star rating, give us a good comment. We appreciate all of that. If you're on Spotify, follow us, Google Play, same thing. Don't miss a show. Gentlemen. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. hope you enjoyed the games today, everyone that's watching or listening. We will see you starting tomorrow with Brian. Well, with a Steelers hangover show with Tony, make sure you check that out. We'll see you next week. I guess after the
0: pro bowl, that's going to suck,
1: but we'll be here. Take it easy. Everyone (laughs) have a good Sunday.